Maybe you watched the U.S. women's national soccer team take home the World Cup over the weekend, and you're thinking about equal pay. If you look at you know how that team is performing, what they're doing, what they're delivering, they're actually doing so much better than the male soccer team. Sadia Zahidi says this is a perfect example of what's happening in other professions too. Zahidi is with the World Economic Forum in Geneva, Switzerland, and she's been researching the gender pay gap on a global scale. Yeah, we found that in the last decade or so, the pay that men used to have about 12 years ago, women have finally managed to reach in terms of the global average now, and the gap has in fact widened in that. That、um, period of time, because men's pay has increased so much more in that in the course of the last ten to twelve years. Why is that? I think it's because one, there is still this continued gap when it comes to the care infrastructure, and women are still primarily responsible for providing the care responsibilities in most families. So let's look at this kind of somewhat differently, in the reverse, the home care part of this. I know some stay-at-home dads, but very few still. Won't that number have to increase? It's not just childcare. It's also elder care. It's you know aging societies. It's very young societies in other parts of the world, and there is a broader opportunity here for job creation when it comes to essentially developing the care economy. And there's not a lot of evidence to support this, but there's some speculation about where we could be heading in the future, where women essentially have a comparative advantage when it comes to the care sector. It's just that it happens to be a very informal sector, and it happens to be a very low-paid. Sector, so we've actually turned that around, used that comparative advantage, and get a lot more women into well-paid, well-regulated, certified roles inside the care economy.、Mm. But we're a long way from having for- formalized that, and very few economies have started thinking about that as an actual job creation opportunity. If we're just talking about closing、uh, the, the gender gap, the pay gap, your research shows,、uh, your research for the World Economic Forum shows that for some countries, it's going to take more than two hundred years to close the gap. And I'm not talking about Pakistan or Iran here. I'm speaking of the U.S. Yeah, so the U.S. is ranked 51 at the moment, or in, in last year's study, out of 149 countries. And you're absolutely right; it will take more than two hundred years to close that gap in the U.S. In fact, countries like Saudi Arabia are bound to close the gap faster if they stay on the current trajectory as compared to the United States. Really, a large part of that stalling has to do with the sort of broader economic gender gap. A second part of it is political leadership, and I think political leadership is another area where the U.S. is lagging behind when it comes to parliamentary positions, when it comes to ministerial level positions, and of course, the U.S. has not had a female head of government, unlike an increasingly large number of countries. That have can things only get better, or is there a chance for things to get even worse? In the U.S., there's a massive shortage, for example, of people with、uh, computer science and data science skills. Now, how is that shortage going to be fulfilled? And I think a lot of companies are starting to realize they have to actually reach out into either minority groups or they have to start looking at women as part of that pipeline of talent instead of limiting themselves to the groups that they're looking at. I'm imagining that you had to have been looking at some historical precedents to determine how events might unfold that would favor progress in closing the pay gap. I mean, to say that it'll take like 500 years for the gender gap to end in Iran and Pakistan, or you know, over 200 years in the U.S. I mean, what do you base that on? It's absolutely within our control to decide how fast we want to close some of these、um, gender gaps. In the Nordic countries, this is not about historical inertia. This is about 
the policies that they're very deliberately putting in place, whether that is about mandating pay parity inside the workplace um, and otherwise having very significant penalization for companies that do not provide that kind of pay parity, whether that is paternity leave, which is something that they've really sort of put in place and accelerated on in the last decade only. I think this is not about historical trends moving out into the future unless we do nothing. Sadia Zahidi speaking with us from the World Economic Forum in Geneva, Switzerland. Thank you. Good to talk to you. Thank you.